Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family-owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs. Well, it's the Muscatine Report with Ryan Timberman. Welcome to the program, Ryan. Yep, good to be here as always. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, gosh, I'm always fascinated uh, with what's going on in the your coverage area over there. But uh, um, the hot topic on Round Guy Radio this week has been uh, classifications. Uh, We've, we've been we've been bringing some coaches on. I think we had Coach Lequa, uh, who's in your area there. Uh, he's been on talking about his classifications and the changes, and and there are a lot of them, and there's a lot that goes into this uh, planning a non-conference schedule and and uh, waiting for these all to come out so you can submit your non-conference games and then get a, a schedule put out. Uh, I'm thinking maybe sometime around Easter. You think the schedule will be out? Uh, yeah, probably. Um... Yeah, some of them are uh, kind of set, you know. Obviously, with districts and stuff, but yeah, we'll get um, we'll get the specific uh, all schedules coming out here. Um, yeah, around then probably. All right. Well, uh, what's going on with the classification changes? Have you had any ups and downs? Uh, uh, there's a, probably a lot of ins and outs, whether they're going up and down a classification or not. Uh, yep. What's all the what's all the the, the stuff that my listeners would really be interested in? Um, well, for me, uh, I guess for me, the headliner, um, would be, um, Grundy Center moving up from, from class A to 1A. They, uh, saw them, um, last year they, they beat, um, the Columbus team you mentioned. Um, it was a little, maybe a little, uh, closer than the, the score was that game in the playoffs last year, but, um, Grundy Center, uh, re- re- they actually return um, a surprising amount of, of kids from last year, but they were uh, Class A champions, um, were runners-up in Class A uh, the three seasons before that. So they, they make it to state championship game four years in a row, win it last year, finally break through and win, and they get rewarded by having to move up um, to 1A. Um <coughs> And then uh, Al Burnett was a really, really good team. They won that Columbus district last year, went undefeated throughout the regular season, um, got beat in second round of the playoffs, I think. But but they also get bumped up to 1A. So uh, some really, really quality teams have to have to make that jump from A to 1A. Um, been class 1A, that uh, district five um, looks pretty tough with uh, West Branch and Regina, just th- those two schools in themselves kind of make that um, a pretty challenging district. 
but uh and then some to kind of round it out that district is by uh some schools in my coverage area we got uh durant wilton and uh louise muscatine is uh or no sorry they're not they were in that um but uh they actually got bumped down so that was um from last year but but wilton and durant um are in that and uh along with um west branch and regina as mentioned and then cascade and beckman catholic out of dyersville round out that um class 1a district 5 so that's that's a, a pretty challenging um district with uh, a few teams there from from my area um and then uh columbus uh louise muscatine um was in 1a got bumped down to class a and then they'll be with columbus danville highland uh lisbon pekin van buren county and wapolo who uh we talked about quite a bit last year. Um, Wapolo um, kind of went on a win-loss. Um, yeah, they win, win, losses last win year. one week and lose the next. That's what they did all year long. Mm-hmm. And um, they'll, they'll, they have a little bit of a rebuild ahead of them. They're uh, looking for a, a new head coach after um, Todd Parsons put in a really, really successful run there. Um, spent a lot of time um, there at at Wapolo with uh with the football program and um a lot of have to they'll have to find some a lot of new kids uh Jake Gustafson um was just kind of an all-around threat he grab he'll, he'll graduate um and then uh yeah along with along with some other kids Caleb Ely um and uh um yeah a bunch of other bunch of other kids that'll graduate off of that team so so they're they're kind of looking at a, a little bit of a rebuild, but um, they uh, and Casey Short, quarterback, they'll have to come up with a new quarterback. Uh, before that, they had uh, Tade Parsons, uh, Todd Parsons' um, kid. He's at Upper Iowa now playing. So um, they kind of kind of up against it there at Wapolo, especially tough district uh columbus will be a force again um coming back but uh but yeah that's um kind of the kind of the rundown in, in 1a the returning champ van meter they'll they move up as well they'll be in in 2a so um especially among those class a uh 1a uh to my eye there was more movement between like from from either A to 1A or 1A to 2A, then more movement in, in those areas than, than most others. Um, 3A, 4A, 5A seem, seem to be about the same with with some movement, but um, but there again, we're kind of talking about um, districts and stuff, and those classes use the, the RPI more to, um, to, for playoffs and everything, so, so districts don't, don't matter a ton it still kind of dictates the, the schedule and everything but uh districts less important at those levels because they rely on um the rpi for playoffs but um yeah and then uh two-way um west liberty they're in uh district four with animosa comanche uh monticello northeast and tipton um they'll have uh have some big shoes to replace in Drake Collins. He was quarterback and um, linebacker was was uh, defensive MVP 
uh, last year in, in the district and had uh, around 70 tackles, I think, or six, at least 60, but, uh, but, and then was their top offensive threat. So they, they have some, some uh, shoes to fill there, but they always kind of seem to, to find something. They've made, made the playoffs uh, a bunch of times in a row here, four or five times in a row. And, made it to state uh, a while back, maybe four or five years ago. Um, so they, they have a, a nice program that kind of um, can, can recycle or, or whatever, find, find kids that are coming up through the, through the system that um, will contribute uh, sooner rather than later, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, mentioning sooner rather than later, uh, last year's Wilton uh, team, had uh, yep. several sophomores that seem very talented. They'll all be juniors uh, yep. this year, uh, as they should be a force to reckon with the next uh, couple years. Give me a team. Uh, uh, tell me about uh, maybe a Wilton Beavers team or or another area team that has some uh, um, young players that you're looking forward to seeing this year to maybe take their program in a step uh, uh, in the right direction. Yeah, so uh, Wilton, um, you know, has – Kind of got the got a raw deal the past couple of years as far as um, playoffs go. Had a winning record two years ago, um, but missed the playoffs just because um, playing in a tough district and um, didn't didn't fare so well within the district and missed out on the playoffs despite a, a winning record. They were I think they were five and four overall or five and three or something like that, but. Um, but yeah, uh, last year um, Drew Keith, as a sophomore, uh, completed 62 over 62 percent of his passes, um, had 144 attempts, uh, almost a thousand yards passing, and then rushed for almost 400 more yards with uh, 15 total touchdowns. Um, Owen Hassel uh, again was a sophomore this past, or is a sophomore now, I guess, but um, he was their leading rusher with with uh, 719 yards, nine touchdowns. Um, and then and then they have a really talented group of receivers. Um, Kale McQuellen, uh, Cade Serrata, both sophomores. Um, McQuellen had 21 catches. Serrata was all district at 18. Uh, they combined for seven touchdowns. Um, had uh, almost like... Serato was at uh, around 250 yards uh, receiving. Um, McClellan was just under that, but but then uh, Landon Putman uh, is a junior now, so uh, he'll be a senior next year. Um, he led them with with 22 catches, um, and then had had one score, but he was kind of their go-to guy on the outside, ran a lot of screens and stuff, short passes to him, but um, was just always kind of kind of a solid contributor. They will have to replace Alex Kaufman. Uh, he uh, was defensive MVP, um, two-way lineman, uh, had had 36 and a half tackles, um, three sacks. Ten of his tackles were for loss, 14 were solo. Um, so that's a, um, literally and figuratively big shoes to fill there. Um, stay qual- you know, stay qualifying as a wrestler too, just – Really solid career for for Kaufman there, but um, you know he'll be graduating here shortly and in May. So uh, that's maybe their their biggest loss probably. But then uh, Cade Nolte, Clayton Geyer, um, 
uh, and Robert Martin were all pretty pretty solid contributors as well that uh, will be graduating here at the end of the school year that will have to be replaced. But but yeah, just a, a ton ton of talent coming back there in Wilton that uh, that kind of makes for exciting times there for for the Beaver football team. Uh, they just got done with um, they had one of their better probably one of their better boys basketball teams that they've had maybe in school history, but, uh, with, uh, Caden Kirkman there, but, um, he'll be graduating as well. So a little bit of a reset for the boys basketball team, but, um, yeah, all indications are that the, the football team is only going to trend upward. Well, this is the last 11 minutes and 30 seconds of podcast gold high school football talk uh, has been brought to you by ryan timmerman three on twitter there uh uh that was uh, incredible uh thank you so much for that uh what else is going on with ryan timmerman uh and uh all this area it seems like an expanded area that you're covering anymore actually um yeah kind of uh um uh working for uh the Wilton Durant Advocate News uh, and West Liberty Index, as far as uh, print publications and weekly newspapers. But then I've uh, been doing some stuff for um, Scorebook Live, SB Live uh, as well. Um, and they kind of um, were looking for somebody in Eastern Iowa to, to do some stuff there. Um, so I've been, been busy with, with them. Um, was that the uh, rest that did stuff for them at, uh, state wrestling boys and girls, uh, state basketball. So that's, uh, definitely been staying busy and, um, looking forward to, um, spring sports season here coming up. Well, uh, what's on tap for the spring sports, uh, uh, specific events that you might be covering? Uh, yeah, we got, um, we got track and field coming up. Um, that will I'll be at my first track meet of the season um, tomorrow. That'll be at Wapolo. So um, um, kind of a lot of my uh, area teams will will be there um, between uh, uh, Durant, West Liberty, Wilton. Um, Columbus will also be there. Hillcrest Academy, the Wise Muscatine also there. So. Um, looking forward to getting to see some uh, some quality kids. Uh, Louisa Muscatine, uh, Spencer Kessel. I'm sure he'll he's uh, expecting to get back. He was uh, among the top um, shot put and discus throwers last year, so uh, I'm sure he's put in some work to to get back to state um, in those events. Um, we've talked about uh, Nolan DeLong all through football season. Ended uh, ended his football career in the top ten um, all time rushers and in eleven player history uh, in Iowa, um, and uh, so he's a uh, uh, kind of a force to be reckoned with in, in track and field as well. I'm sure he'll be uh, in some sprints, and then um, Durant has a really solid four by four that uh, has taken fifth um, at state um, past couple of years with uh garrett hollenbach um charlie huseman i think they're this year i think they that fourth spot is is kind of up in the air as of right now um but uh but that that four by four um relay is is always kind of a 
a cool event. It's the last, it's, um, you know, typically the last race of, of every meet. So it gets, it kind of gets the, the biggest crowd and, and, uh, the kids, even if they're not running in it, they really get, really get into it that, uh, you see all, all the teams kind of run back and forth as, as the teams are running. Um, and then, and then it's just kind of, a uh, a tough race to begin with running a 400 is, is not easy because it's, it's a little long for, for it to be a sprint, even though, um, you know, kind of amazing how many kids can make it into more of a sprint, but, uh, but there's just, um, you have to have, you know, some, it has to be kind of a combination of power and speed because and endurance, because, uh, you know, once around the track, there's, is pretty tough when you're pushing yourself like that. So, um, I think that uh, might be the top. Uh, that Durant four by four might be the top team in in that event. Uh, Columbus, I'm sure, will have a, a few good relays and, and a few good sprinters as well. With Cade Namagon, um, Tristan Miller, they both made it to state last year in in several events. Uh, Miller was uh, a high jumper as well. Amagon made it in in long jump. Miller in the in the hundred meter hurdles made it too um to state in that event so uh yeah just um all around athletes that uh that are kind of um getting to showcase their talents on, on the track there and um a lot of kids that we've kind of talked about and you know going back to football season and basketball or, and whatnot but uh they really kind of get to to showcase their individual athleticism on the track and, and it's and it's cool to to see like, um, you know, we just got done talking about the, the football, um, districts and stuff and, and you don't get to, um, there's, there's so few football games that you don't really get to see a whole lot of, um, matchups across, across classes or whatever. And, um, and even beyond that, it's just such a, a team sport that you really don't, it's kind of hard to see kids, um, side to side, but, but like this track meet, um, coming up, you know, uh, maybe in, uh, 100 meter dash, you get to see Nolan DeLong and, and Kate Namagon, Tristan Miller, um, Jeffrey Hoback, even. Uh, he was the quarterback of Columbus football. He's heading to Loris College to play at the next level. Um, you get to see them all. You know, they, they're all in the 100 meter dash or whatever. You get to see them kind of, uh, you know, line up next to each other and, and kind of go head to head up against each other. So, so that's always uh, pretty exciting to see for, for track and field when you, uh, when you get to see the area's top athletes kind of line up and and can can see how they stack up against one another. Well, what about this Columbus uh, track team? Didn't they win a state indoor track meet or something? And uh, uh, yep. they finished yep. behind they, Minneapolis uh, in another one. Yeah, they uh, had a very very good uh, indoor track season. Um, that's kind of kind of short and a little bit of a maybe a little bit of a, a preseason type thing. I. I don't um follow the, the indoor track season quite as much just because there's there's only a few there's only you know a handful of meets that uh that teams go to um and it, it, it's a really condensed condensed uh season there but um but yeah columbus had uh had a couple wins there um for the indoor track season and uh and, and just, yeah, like we've kind of covered a few of their kids that made it to state, uh, Russell Coyle as well, fan favorite, uh, program favorite, Russell Coyle. He, uh, um, is, should be, uh, among, uh, the kids to, 
um, that should make a run at um, making it to state. He'll be a thrower, discus, and shot put. So, um, and, and kind of a kid that uh, put himself on the map here um, as, a, as an athlete going back to going back to football and uh, had a really, really nice wrestling season, made it to state. Um, and uh, he's just a junior yet, so he'll be back next year. Uh, as well as Amagon, um, so so yeah, a lot a uh, lot going on there at Columbus that um, that is is very accomplished and uh, bringing a lot of kids back yet too after this season. Well, you want some breaking news? What's yeah? Late on me. Tristan Miller has just been named our very first ever Round Guy Radio Athlete of the Week. Oh, yeah? Yep, and you convinced me of it just like a minute ago. So, uh, <laughs> But it, yeah. just, it just seems like, uh, uh, you know, as many thrills as Tristan Miller has provided our audience, uh, I think he is an excellent uh, person to represent Round Guy Radio as the initial and first ever uh, athlete of the week. And I might pass this baton on to Scotty Melvin to pick the next one. Uh, yep, I, I think that's a great choice. Um, and yeah, yeah, and, and pretty, uh, pretty symbolic too. He's the he's the one kid from from this uh, group of really talented Columbus student athletes that um, is going to be going on to to compete at the next level in track and field. So he he kind of picked a um, he probably could have sure he had some got some college looks in, in football and everything too, but and made it to state in wrestling. Uh, coming coming off a really nasty ankle injury there that he suffered against Grundy Center there in uh, their season-ending loss for football, but because uh, I, I just he even missed um, the first maybe he missed like up, mostly pretty much up until the holiday break there for wrestling with that with the ankle. I know I saw him. Um, one of the first wrestling meets I was down there in Columbus and he was on one of those, uh, roller, um, he had, it, he had it wrapped up in a, in a, in a cast and was on one of those like roller crutches things and, uh, but worked his way back, made it to state, but yeah, he'll be going to Indian Hills for track and field and, uh, was, uh, probably is probably among the state top state returners for, for, uh, high jump and like i said made it to state in the high hurdles last year probably you know among the favorites there too and then i'm sure they'll put together uh, some sprint relays there that um that could be a force there with uh with amagon and hoback um and uh riley kalberg uh, i'm sure they have any number of kids that could fill in uh fourth spot if they needed to in those um in those relays sprint medley four by one four by two things like that so it kind of um kind of comes down to what the what the kids and coaches want to want to pick as far or as as far as the events you know you can can only can uh, can can, uh, compete in a max of four events but uh they probably have uh, a handful of kids if not more that that could uh, qualify for state in, in all four events, whatever they whatever they choose those four to be. Well, I got some more breaking news for you, but I got to know, do you have any heart problems in your family or something? Because uh, <laughs> two, two breaking uh, news is this close together has 
had some bad health uh, effects on some of my yeah, guys. I, I think I'm ready for it. I can take it. We're going to give Tristan Miller a new uh, uh, nickname, and it's Tristan the Piston. Oh, wow. I like it. Yeah, I thought I, it was a uh, good one. Uh, I, well, he gets a nickname and a player of the week, and uh, his motor's always running, ain't it? You yep. like the Motor uh, City Madman too. That could be another one. Uh, I I had a feeling that this uh this breaking news was going to be a new nickname. So yeah. I, I, Tristan I was, the I Piston. Was, I was I was bracing for that. Yep. The Motor City Madman himself uh has been is uh well uh I couldn't be uh, I I don't know one of the best athletes uh uh one of the most talked about athletes um Tristan you got it buddy and uh. uh Ryan, uh, anything else before we let you go today? Um, well, I, I guess just to kind of pick up on that a little bit to add a little bit. Um, you know, it was it was a pretty great move that they uh, he was a receiver um, all through through high school in uh, in football, but they moved him into to running back and um, and just uh, uh, seemed like a pretty pretty great teammate too. That he was kind of willing to take on whatever role they needed him to, um, in order to, to make that team better. And, and, um, just seeing the turnaround of that football team this past year was, was pretty incredible. They only won a couple games going back two, three years, uh, had, had a season where they didn't win any. Um, but, uh, to see that turnaround there to, to make it through to the final, final week of the regular season, um, without a loss, but then, uh, uh, lost to Albernet there to for the district title basically um, that last week of the regular season in, in one of the better games that I've ever seen football or otherwise and then uh, and then go on and and win a playoff game before losing to the eventual state champs um, really really incredible there and uh, other than that um, yeah just looking forward to uh, to spring season well. Tristan Miller, uh, uh, I know you're working for uh, SB Live. Uh, you want to put a plug out for anything uh, um, or articles that we can look for that's going to be coming out under your name? I'm going to be doing some, uh, should be having some soccer preview stuff uh, pop up here shortly. I know it's um, on the brink of the season starting, so uh, might kind of uh, bleed into the into the season a little bit. Um I uh, was busy with some other stuff, but yeah, we'll get some some soccer stuff up. Uh, some talented soccer teams in the area, West Liberty boys looking to make back to state, as well as uh, Muscatine girls. So, um, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of good soccer teams um, um, this year, and yeah, and then uh, just uh, track and field and and uh, spring golf, some tennis. So um, it's. Uh, it, the spring season maybe gets overlooked a little bit because there's there's uh, maybe not a, a, a big uh, highlighted sport like there is with with football or basketball, even wrestling. Wrestling, you know, to see girls wrestling take off was really exciting this past winter. But uh, so it, uh, you know, pe- yeah, people might kind of overlook this uh, this spring season, but um, it uh, should be pretty exciting. Well, of all the spring sports, which is your favorite? Um, I, I actually uh, really have grown to, to like uh, soccer quite a bit. Um, 
came into it with, uh, when I started it, you know, there was uh, some skepticism over, you know, maybe quality of play or just, uh, just, uh, maybe held some, some of the, uh, stereotypes wrong, wrong or right that, uh, that some people have, cause I didn't play soccer growing up, um, Wisconsin, even my area, there wasn't even a ton of, of high schools that even offered soccer. If you wanted to play, it was mostly um, club stuff. So I uh, didn't get to see very much um, high school soccer growing up until I started um, started uh, in sports journalism down here and uh, and have gotten into more of the, the pro level stuff and got really big into the World Cup this past season. and. Um, probably the sport that I've grown to appreciate the most over the past few years, um, kind of, you know, starting with, with not much experience with it. Um, but then, but then, like I said, uh, track and field, I, I really like, um, that, that opportunity to, to kind of get to see kids, um, not only compete against one another, but compete against themselves because, uh, I always talk to the track kids about, you're kind of you're kind of racing against all your past races. Uh, you're racing against the clock some, and uh, and so it's it's always cool to see kind of a the kids want to keep pushing themselves and, and do better than the last time and the time before that. So um, good good opportunities to to um, show some some improvement, um, whether or not whether it's by placement or or time. So um, so yeah, just kind of. Looking forward to different aspects of, of all the different sports going on. Well, uh, this would be a good point to uh, reference a satchel page saying, uh, don't look back, something might be gaining on you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, very true, very true. We've been listening to Ryan Timmerman 3 on Twitter, and that's for yep. three times the fun. Uh, thanks for being with us, Ryan. Yep, no problem. The Muscatine Report, you just got it. Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa, for all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. B&B Propane and the family of Jet Stops in Burlington, Salem Stub, New London, West Point, Denmark, Houghton, Bonaparte, Milton, Fairfield, and Birmingham. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto for all of your farm machinery and auto recycling needs.